we go. We got blast off. <laughs> everybody back once again today this one is called kind of crazy by Dennis Graham also known as Drake's dad We've got a good show for you I'm gonna let this rock few weeks back but I'm gonna play it again this is one of my favorite songs right now and it's my favorite number this song is 23 by Burna Boy for like the eighth episode of <laughs> oh, I love Burna Boy vibe setter yeah it's, he's a good vibe setter for sure music make me feel like each other I understand what they say I ain't Hey, no, 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 no. YouTube, stop. Music YouTube, you feel up. No, hey, no. So I gotta, gotta control my dogs here on the pod today. Got me a new dog. His name is Zeus. What's up, Zeus? You guys need to chill out. Hey, yo, yo, none of that. I don't need none of that. And I got one more song for you guys, one more tune. This one is by the legendary, the great Mr. Bill Withers, rest in peace. Um, he is no longer with us, but whenever we have a nice clear day again, this is the song I'm gonna be playing with my windows down. It's my favorite time of the year, it's fall. This one's Lovely Day. Sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without warning love. Bears heavy on my mind. Oh yes. Then I look at you. And the world's alright with me. Just one look at you. And I know it's gonna be. Welcome to episode 56 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm joined once more by Alec White. Al, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. You just tired? It's Thursday, man. It is Thursday. Thursday's one of, you know, got that Friday coming up next, so... <laughs> it's it's Friday Eve. It. Yeah. Every week. Yeah, we'll get getting, to relive. Getting that, uh, that cat tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. What's the name of the cat, by the way? Uh, So, Haven Humane named it Thumper, but me and my girlfriend are definitely going to change it. 
That's, we that's a good really, idea. We don't really think that's a girl cat name. Yeah, no. <laughs> they named Sadie fucking Bunny. So Really? I, yeah, she was <laughs> Bunny, dude. It was... Ugh, she was a fucking pit bull. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I named it a Bunny. Um, shout out to the listeners, everyone on Spotify, SoundCloud. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it very much. Um, I want to start today off a little different. I know usually we do sports. Usually we try and do just entertainment, if you will, and stuff like that. But there is another uh, wildfire going on right here in our backyard once again. Uh, I know everyone probably still has, honestly, a lot of anxiety and PTSD from the car fire a couple years ago and the Paradise fires and, um, you know, even the Bernie fires and stuff. I know last year was actually a relatively really great year for fires. I mean, there wasn't a lot of fires in the state at all. Besides that, uh, Paradise one was... uh... Not not too bad. I do okay. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was, was only for like a campfire was bad, but campfire was bad. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, the whole town was already burned. I mean, yeah. there's not much you could, you know, do after that. But there is a fire going on the uh, Zog Fire and also the Austin Complex. Uh, it's Austin August Complex in the Bay Area, uh, in wine country, if you will. All that is burning right now. I just want to give a shout out to all the firefighters. First of all, first Absolutely. responders. Uh, police officers, highway patrol, any of those kind of people that are helping to alleviate the problems and get people out and get people safely evacuated. And uh, shout out to Haven Humane for becoming yeah. a small animal shelter for goats and sheep and stuff like that for the time being. And yep. um, the holiday on Placer in Reading is open if you guys need an evacuation center. If for any reason you don't know that and you're listening to us, just putting it out there. Um, I, I don't want to shout out everyone and just say you guys are in my prayers personally. And um, I hope all goes well soon. What yeah. really sucks about this was um, Sunday, I'm driving home from your guys' place after mm-hmm. watching football. And it's a, I mean, it's, it's a lovely day, right? It's a beautiful yeah. day. I mean, it was like maybe 82 degrees, not a mm-hmm. cloud in the sky. I look off in the distance, and all I see is red, you know what I mean, yeah. red fire clouds. And I'm yeah. like, oh, here we go. Oh, my God. And, you know, I, I don't know where the person's at. They're still at large. Um, the fire and how it started is still unknown. So I just find that to be really suspicious. Whenever you hear that, it's just like, you know, you always assume the worst. Me, yeah. you know, I'm conspiracy theorist Blake, so I always assume the worst when I hear that stuff. So who knows? I mean, they said the car fire started because there was change dragging near Whiskey Town Lake, and you know what I mean? So it's like, it's always the simplest things and whatnot. Containment right now for the August complex fires in um, wine country, if you will, is a 51% containment, but it has burned almost a million acres, which is by far the largest in California history, over the campfire. Um, it has cost $70 million and it is not expected to be fully contained until November 15th. Wow. It is October 1st. <clears throat> That's crazy. So we got six more weeks of that. And then as far as the Zog fire, I'm trying to find some information on that for you guys. Um, I can't find too much right now. I know there's supposedly four people dead, so rest in peace. Um, I hate to start on such a somber and serious note, but there are certain times and events that do call for it. And like I said, this one's affecting all of us right here in the backyard. And I mean, for God fucking sakes, man, it's been six fucking weeks of just smoke every single goddamn day. Yeah. Like, I'm just tired of this shit. I, I, I wonder to myself how much more, and I mean, I probably shouldn't knock on wood, but it's like how much more of the state can fucking burn. Yeah. It's like every year there's, you know, car fire, wine country, uh, Los Angeles is on fire too. Let's not forget about Los Angeles. They're trying their darndest to protect, um, I forget the name of the mountain, uh, Wilson Mountain or something like that. Something like that. It's been there since the 20s. Anyway, that's basically the one hill where all the radio and TV frequencies and stuff are placed. So that shit goes out. Not only is it going to be, you know, lights out for people in the city to watch Netflix and all that, but also first responders aren't going to be able to get to you. There's going to be just a lot of 
mass hysteria and there's like 10 million people that live in the county and it just doesn't look good and i don't think it's a time or place to really shit on california leadership i know i love diving into politics and stuff <laughs> uh and i look i really want to just fucking give it to newsom right now pause because I, I i i'm sick of fucking gavin newsom but i'm not gonna do all that um, I just, I hope we start cleaning the forest. I mean, yeah. that's what a lot of this really is. I mean, there's a reason these fires didn't start getting this bad till four or five years ago. That's around the time that, you know, well, it was a couple years before that, but that's around the time they stopped cleaning the forest. You know, I mean, you go to any forest, you go camping, it's dirty, man. It's nasty. I mean, it's like there's trees laying everywhere, leaves, brush, there's all sorts of shit. And I know you can only manage so much and mother nature does what she does. But it is unfortunate, and I just felt like it was the right thing to start on this note. Is there anything you want to say? Any shout-outs? Um, no, I just want to say, you know, everyone out there, you know, help somebody out. If you see someone that, you know, is maybe displaced and, you know, they just look like they're having a rough day, you know, go buy them a bottle of water. Go, you know, or if they got, <laughs> yes, or yeah. if they got animals, you know, get them a bag of dog food. You know, it's just, it's. I think it's one of those times where us as humans need to be kind to each other in, in a time where... Really, everyone just keeps, you know, is just continuously shitting on people. Um, yeah. But, you know, when we're, when us as a community is going through something like this, I really think it's crucial for us to help each other out, those that can help. And, yeah. And then shout out to Cal Fire. You guys are unbelievable. Yes, ab absolutely. Shout out to Cal Fire and everyone. What yeah. they're doing is just, and what they do year in and year out, I mean, really for the past five years since it's been really bad, it's just been unreal. And, yeah, shout out. Very true. Yeah. yeah. All respect in the world to Cal Fire and everything. Yeah. And, I mean, just to leave this here, I mean, we all know that 2020 has been I mean, the worst year of everyone's life, it seems like. But mm -hmm. I hope there's certain things like this podcast, like maybe a Netflix show you like, like having the NFL and the NBA and stuff back, um, that you can find peace and love in. I remember one thing that you said, it was a long time ago on a podcast. And what's funny is, I don't think I ever told you this, but Max Cliver brought it up on the pod I did with him earlier this summer. He said that... Um, cause I, we totally agree on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, what you said was sports is the way America heals. Yeah. And I never thought of it like that. I, I just thought of it more of like music or like a concert where it just brings everyone together, which mm -hmm. it, it does that too. Yeah. But I mean, sports really is the backbone of the country and heals all of us. It's, yeah. you know, I, it's more than entertainment. I mean, I, it my really stepdad is. tries to says it is and whatnot. And we always have the lifelong debate. It's, it means a lot more than just sitting on, you know, a couch, drinking beer, getting loud. I mean, it, it does, you yeah, know, it's like absolutely. those four or five months we didn't have sports, man. I mean, rough. Yeah. Really, really rough. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's also, you know, when you watch, say you watch an NBA game, that's, you know, two and a half, three hours that you don't have to be thinking about what's going on in the world. Right. So, I mean, it, sports is a very big part of this country and I think it always will be. And as long as there's always. shit going on in the country, I mean, sports is going to be what heals it. I mean... After 9-11, sports was the first thing that started healing the country. Absolutely. After the Boston Marathon bombing, David Ortiz, the, this is our city, that thing, you know. Sports, and then won the World Series seven months later. Sports heals. Sports heals. Yep. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, there's one more thing. I didn't put this on the docket. I just personally wanted to just dive in real quick. Mm -hmm. That fucking debate was embarrassing. That, uh, yeah. I mean, if, let's if just... If I was another country, man, I would be laughing. <laughs> I would I be mean, laughing. I'm laughing in the country. Yeah. I, it's terrible. I was watching it and I was just like, like, what the fuck is this? It's like middle schoolers arguing about who gets the fucking last fruit snack. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like, it shit, did. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Will you shut up, man? It's yeah. just like, it, I, 
What's sad is he even has to say that, you know? It's like, I'm watching two 80-year-old fucking men scream at each other about how the other's been a piece of shit their entire political career, business career, and they've shafted people here and there, which it's true on both sides. And it's part of the reason I'm registered independent, and I'm not voting Democrat or Republican, because fuck the Democrats and the Republicans, and fuck Trump, and fuck Biden. Um, I watched the debate just for personal entertainment. I mean, there was nothing going on on mm -hmm. Tuesday. Um, and I remember I just, I woke up from a nap and I was kind of out of it and I was like, oh shit, it's around six. Let me just put on the debate. And I, I didn't know it was two hours. So about an hour 15 in, I just cut it off. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I yeah. wanted to get into it. I wanted yeah. to laugh at Trump's jokes. I, I mean, I wanted to, as sad as that sounds, cause it's just, it's been so fucking depressing. Mm -hmm. And now this stuff's coming out about, and I, we're not going to stay here long, but there's stuff coming out about how Trump knew how bad COVID was in February. And he was talking about how it is airborne and how it spreads quickly and we need to do something about it and then he comes and lies the entire month of march and april to us and shuts down his own economy and it's just there's just a lot of boneheadedness and then if you look on the other side of the aisle the whole campaign is being ran on beating the guy mm -hmm. and i mean this is kind of funny but ice cube of all people had a great point i think it was on undisputed during mm -hmm. the summer he was talking with skip and shannon about um the problem with the democrats and the left if you will and the liberals is that they have this contingency plan to beat Trump, but that's their only plan. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do once they get into office. They don't have, they're not telling us. They, I don't think, I think they're not telling us because they don't have a plan personally. I, I don't think it's anything more or less than that. Um, so it was just, it's bad, man. There's a lot of serious shit going on. The elections on November 3rd, so about a month away. So mm -hmm. I, I figure, you know, it's going to come up again. Once the election happens, we got to talk about it just because yeah. it's, First time, uh, me personally, I can legally vote. I don't yeah. know about you. I voted in the last one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's the first time I can legally vote, so it, it does matter to me a lot. And I mean, this yeah. one really feels crucial over all the other ones. And with where our country is right now, this is this is huge. The it, next month is huge. I, I just, I, I, if either of them gets elected, I just I don't know if I should just. The thing is, the president doesn't affect that much of our lives. You think until mm -hmm. they do, mm -hmm. you know, i.e., COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like until the president does affect everyday life and we're shutting down dining. And I mean, Trump's the one that said all that shit mm -hmm. and he wants to blame the economy on, you know what I mean? It, it's the, it's the China virus and it's yeah. the, and it's like, we get it, man. Like it started in fucking China. It's like, I don't know why you didn't take further precaution and action, especially when you fucking knew. Yeah. I mean, he's sitting there in February, you know, it's airborne. It's terrible. It's contagious. <laughs> Where was all that to the yeah. public? Yeah. I didn't hear not a fucking lick of that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking angry and pissed off about it. And I know that, look, man, here's the thing about these debates is that none of these debates are going to change anyone's opinion. No. People knew four years ago if they were going to vote for Trump again or if they were going to vote left again. It didn't mm -hmm. matter if it was Biden, Bernie, Hillary, Bill. It didn't fucking matter. Someone, you know, Michelle. Yeah. It didn't matter who the candidate was. Um, so I, I just, I think for America's sake and for both sides, you know, we're about 15 minutes in, so we'll get out of the serious stuff. But I just... I mean, there's two more debates. Who knows how terrible those are going to be? And then there's the election. And it's just like, God damn, man, by the end of 2020, I mean, who knows what this is going to look like between the fires and, and the virus. I mean, flu season's coming up. It's just... <sighs> I mean, whoever gets elected, the other side's going to be fucking rioting. So, I mean, it, it could get really ugly in the next couple months. Su no, super ugly. Yeah. Especially if, I mean, let's keep it on. Especially if, if Biden wins. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, Republicans are more... Um, Fierce or anything like that than yeah. the than the left, if you will. But I think they're more uh, staunch as far as their support goes. I mm -hmm. think they're more involved. They're more 
invested, if you will. Um, I think that you vote Biden and Harris personally if you're just a Democrat. I don't think anyone's really a fucking fan of Joe Biden. Yeah. And I don't know why Trump won't call him on his racist shit. I mean, he told Charlemagne to his face. That was gross. Uh, he told Charlemagne to his face, you know, if you don't know if you're voting for me or Trump, then you ain't black. I mean, Biden said that shit in June. Why didn't Trump say anything? Like, Biden's talking about the black vote and this and that. Why didn't Trump be like, hey, what'd you tell Charlemagne? Trump knows who Charlemagne is. He could oh, yeah. say his name. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like... I... Charlemagne's got dirt. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Probably. Um, there's probably a lot... I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I'm, I'm... I'll just leave yeah. it at that. Well, we'll wait till November like 5th to do yeah. all this. Uh, yeah. But anyways, hopefully everyone's good in the fire. Thank you, Cal Fire, First yeah. Responders, and Highway I, Patrol. I also kind of messed up. Obviously, shout out to Cal Fire, but there is firefighters from different countries and different states, so I don't want to... Make it sound and like we're just well. saying thank you to Cal Fire, but thank you to all firefighters. Thank you to all firefighters yeah. all the time. Yep. All the time as well. Yep. I'm going to sip. Yep. And we are going to lift off. So now out of the serious stuff into sports. <sighs> Last night, game one of the 2020 NBA Finals went down in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, the Lakers absolutely embarrassed, obliterated, cut the head off the sheep. I mean, whatever you want to call it, they... Mop the floor with the Miami Heat. Um, the final score was, let me see, 116-98. to 98. The game was twice that mm-hmm. the whole way after basically the second quarter. Al, I'll start with you. Um, how far do you think the series goes now? Does Miami stand a chance? How do you feel about this? Because you had Heat in seven. Yeah. Um, it really, honestly, Drogic and Adebayo going down hurts a lot with them being doubtful in game two. Um, I don't see them winning game two if even one of those guys doesn't play. Um, you know, it. we've been saying it since the beginning, even me, I, you know, the Lakers are on a mission. We know, you know, with Kobe passing away tragically, um, I mean, and LeBron with how close he was to Kobe, um, you know, it, it, it's, you don't want to, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Like I, I, I think it's going to be Lakers with four or five, honestly. Really? I, I think I heard a really good thing on the radio today. Um, cause I listen to sports talk radio. That's all I listen to. Um, they said it's it's kind of like March Madness, how every year you have that Cinderella team, and they're great until they get to the Final Four, the Elite Eight, and then they just get their the shit kicked out of them. And they said that's what feels like it's about to happen to the Heat. They've been that Cinderella team, but now that they're to you know something that really, really means a lot, they're you know they're just gonna get mopped the floor basically. Yeah. So, but you know, I mean, it's not over obviously, but it's I don't see how they're gonna keep up with the Lakers at all. That's it's, fair. Yeah. Um. I agree. I think that the Lakers are going to sweep. And I mean, look, truth be told, and I mean, you can call me whatever you want to call me. I do not care. Just don't call me past 11, right? (laughs) Which I love that Lil. I don't know if you've ever heard Lil Wayne say that bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's a great bar. Um, But the Lakers are going to mop the floor and sweep the Miami Heat. And I could have told you this three days ago. I could have told you this three weeks ago. The Miami Heat stand no chance because everyone loves Bam and everyone loves Tyler Hero. Look, that team's backbone and best player is Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let's just keep it honest. LeBron has psychologically and physically dominated and owned Jimmy Butler the entire time he has been in the league. 2015, Game 4 in Chicago, LeBron said the game-winning shot over Jimmy Butler. I believe it was a three-pointer. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that, but there was yeah. one second to go. Game yeah. was tied. I, I mean, they might have been down one. I mean, the stakes were high because mm-hmm. D-Rose hit the game-winner in Game 3. Yeah. They go down 3-1. That's LeBron's first year back in Cleveland. People yeah. consider that a, an abomination of a failure if he doesn't hit that shot, basically. Yeah. 
gets them there. 2018, Cavs-Timberwolves. The weird time when Butler was a Timberwolf. Yeah. And LeBron goes and blocks... No, no, he makes a layup over Jimmy, goes and blocks Jimmy at the other end, and mm-hmm. then one second hits the free throw line, you know, one-legged turnaround fadeaway over Jimmy Butler. And I get it, that's just two plays and two game winners, but those are standout moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy Butler at every turn... And I'm not shitting on Jimmy Butler. I, I really like and appreciate him a lot. I think he's a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I'm not dissing him at all. Don't get me wrong. But... LeBron's got to be the worst matchup guy for him in the entire league, besides maybe KD. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I mean, Steph's right there, too, just because of his shooting ability. But Steph's small. I mean, yeah. Jimmy could bully and bump Steph. Yeah. You can't bully LeBron fucking James. And, yeah. I mean, LeBron is 35 years old. He looks like he's about 31, 32. I mean, he looks like how he looked when he won his last championship. Yeah. It's like he hasn't aged a day. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, shit, there goes the filter. Uh, I get passionate about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um Anthony Davis, amazing. Playing amazing. And as far as narratives go, I want LeBron to get his fourth finals MVP because I think we can really have the Jordan discussion. But if Anthony Davis tears it up like he did in game one, I mean, this is finals MVP. This isn't regular season. This isn't playoffs. This isn't who's the leader on the team. We'll give to him automatically. This is who plays the best during this four, five, six, seven game stretch. And if that ends up being Anthony Davis, then it ends up being Anthony Davis. Um, The Lakers... Look, man, I, I'm, I, they can smell it, okay? They can smell the blood. If I was a shark, I'm going after whatever's in the water right now. They have three games left. I think they're going to win all three of them. And I think by the time we come in here, I think game four is next Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I know you're not looking for <laughs> No, you you know, I got nothing against, like, you Laker fans. I got nothing against you guys. The ones that have been <laughs> Thank there. Thank you. Yeah. And the ones that, you know, that aren't just LeBron dick riders, honestly. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's, I mean... If it's they, a lot of them. When they win the championship, it's it's going to get twice as bad. And I don't know. I, I know we talk about going to Kings-Lakers games, but I don't know if I'll be able to. <laughs> I know. I don't know, dude. I know. You turn down the request every time, and yeah. I, I get it. It's... I went to one, and it was it was bad. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. You, you, could gonna... ask, you could ask my girlfriend. I was, like, <laughs> chomping at the bit to get out of there. I left with 10 minutes in the fourth quarter. Holy shit. I mean, it was a blowout, but I, I've never left a Kings game early. That's a whole quarter you left early. Yeah, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> and, any... and it was the first, that like the day of the, all the Kobe tributes, too. So oh, I even, really? I even left early because I I couldn't handle it anymore. That was the day Kobe died? It was uh, it was the Lakers' first away game after Kobe died. Oh, okay. They played uh, the, the Blazers at home that Friday, and then the Saturday was when they played the Kings. The, on the back-to-back. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Because I know they played, well, obviously they played the 76ers in Philly because yeah. LeBron passed Kobe in all-time scoring. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Kobe sends the tweet, last tweet he ever puts out, yeah. which is, that just gave me chills. But me yeah, too. it's just. I've literally chilled, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Pa- literally passing the torch to the guy that's on the Lakers. And you're right. I mean, you let it off perfectly. The Lakers are doing this because of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I'm not saying they weren't motivated enough before. We all know LeBron, you know, thinks he's better than Michael Jordan. And I mean, in about six or seven days, he's going to have a good case. I mean, you can't dispute three finals MVPs for three different franchises. And you're the best player on every fucking team. Especially when this is now 10 years. I mean, I, I'm Mike Breen, Van Gundy, Mark Jackson do a great job. You know, they mentioned it all the time during the telecast yesterday. It's LeBron's ninth finals in the 10 years, and he missed the playoffs last year, but they're back in full force. And uh, you got KCP hitting threes. You got Rondo hitting threes, which is... <laughs> Playoff Rondo, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis is looking like the best big man in the league, which he is. And uh, I just, I, I think it's a wrap. And I think Miami can win one game. And I think that they're going to win one game. It's either game two or four. 
And the only reason I think they can win game four if they're down 3-0 is just, you know what I mean, Lakers kind of take their foot off the gas pedal. Oh, you know what? But I honestly, I, and this is not to say the Heat are quitters or nothing, I think they want to get the fuck out of that bubble. I think that they probably sucks, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're probably done in, and they're just, I mean, they made it as far as they could make it. And yeah. I, I just, I don't think they stood a chance before this series. And, I mean, everyone was talking about, not everyone, but most people were talking about, you know, Spolstra, Pat Riley, that they, they know how LeBron operates, they know how he plays. I mean, yeah, with Dwayne Wade, not with Anthony Davis. Who's going to guard Anthony Davis? I Kelly Olenek? I was thinking it would be Bam, but Bam's not quick enough. Bam's not quick enough, and who knows what his injury looks like. Yeah. And uh, who's guarding LeBron, too? A Tyler Hero? I mean, I thought it was going to be a... I thought they would put Jay Crowder on him. Jay Crowder's not a terrible defender, and he's, you know, obviously went against LeBron for a lot of years now. Man, Jay Crowder get... No, who, man. Who, who else are you going to put on him? I mean, I, <laughs> but you know Le, what I mean? LeBron's going to mop the floor with Jay Crowder. Le, LeBron mops the floor with everybody. Uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Basically, everyone but Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, which is really odd. And Draymond. <laughs> no, he threw him to the ground. He threw him to the floor on that one. He didn't mop the floor. Uh, which, it is really funny. It's crazy how these guys all kiss LeBron's ass after it's all over. He's got some Zen power or something, man. I'm so sick of this whole fucking... And look, I watched The Last Dance. I love Michael Jordan. I love the doc. I love Michael Jordan now. I, I really do. I, I mean that sincerely. But at the same time, I hate how... Whatever LeBron does is just cast aside like everyone does that shit. Yo, no one does this shit. Jordan did not make nine finals in ten years. Jordan made six finals in eight years. And if he didn't retire, sure, you could say eight and nine years, eight and ten years. But, I mean, come on, man. Eight finals in ten years like that? Who knows? LeBron did it. Maybe Jordan could have did it. Um, I think there was a really good GOAT case coming. And we don't have to have the talk till next week. So, I'll give you time to prepare. I will, I will absolutely dread that talk. <laughs> yeah, you know what's the first thing we're going to talk about on this pod next week. <laughs> I'm going to let you just go for about 20 minutes. Just like I did in the Clipper segment? Yeah, yeah. I'll let you go for 20 minutes. I'll sit here. I'll watch I'll watch Thursday Night Football or whatever's on. Um, let's talk about this real quick before we get out of the NBA. Because yeah. this series will be over. My time that we come back here, it's probably going to be over next week. I mean, who knows when the season starts? The next season starts. I've heard February. They they kind of just keep pushing it back. Yeah. And I also heard Adam Silver came out today and didn't rule out them doing another bubble. And I, that's not going to work. They're not going to do a full season in a bubble. No. And no I don't way. know if they he was talking about what they're doing right now or maybe like, you know, like the West, like the California teams all play at the Staples Center or something like that. But Chase Center. I mean, yeah. it's going to be really, next year's going to be really interesting. Yeah. You know they want to get fans back in the stands too. Everybody they wants got to. to. They have to. They're not going to take pay cuts like that. If no. the owners take pay cuts, players are going to have to take pay cuts. And players aren't playing for pay cuts. No. And I don't blame them. No, but definitely not. I, I agree with you. I heard today on, I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast with Ryan Russillo, um, and I assume they have good sources. I mean, especially mm-hmm. Bill Simmons. I mean, he just made a quarter of a mil- billion dollars from Spotify. Uh, he was saying that he doesn't think the season's going to start till after St. Patrick's Day. Ooh, I was like, jeez, um, that's five and a half months of no NBA. And granted, I mean, we'll see if the NFL can hold on. The Titans and Vikings game is, uh, or not Titans, Vikings, uh, Titans Steelers is postponed mm-hmm. now until probably January or something like I mean, or maybe a Thursday night game or something like that. They'll have to flex it somehow. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, as far as COVID and everything goes, it's, Look, I've said it on here before. You know how I feel about it. It's I think there's a difference between sports athletes getting it and normal people getting it. Now you got to watch out for the coaches, the older people, the owner. The, you know what I mean? You got to watch out for everyone. I get it, right? Yeah. But it's a fucking virus, okay? It's a virus. The flu is a virus. We have lived for a hundred years in this country with the flu killing about fifty thousand people a year or more. It's a lot of fucking people. If you think, I mean, that's two years. That's right in shellacked. 
with just the flu. That's not any other type of virus or nothing. So, look, man, I just I think that we've done our due diligence. Due diligence. I think a vaccine is on the way. Uh, no matter what happens with the election, no matter what happens with any of that, I think as far as science and as far as these companies and everything go, um, a vaccine is on the way. And you're right. There's no way they could play without fans next year because the yeah. amount of money they're going to lose is crazy. I mean, sure, they make enough money on TV. I mean, they definitely do. I understand that. They make over a billion dollars between ESPN, TNT, and ABC. Um, but what you get in, like, you know, ticket sales, what you get in concessions, what you get in the team store, I mean, that's... That's a lot of money every year. A lot of money. Yeah. That, I mean, I would. That's probably seventy percent of the team revenues. Yeah. And I mean, how how is it gonna? How is this? You know, when they lost all this money, how is this gonna affect next year's salary cap? Yeah. That you know, that's another big question because you know you got teams with a lot of players on big contracts, and if the salary cap gets lowered, they're kind of like you know what the hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the Sixers might be chomping at the bit to get rid of somebody. Yeah, well, they're going to get married to the Sacramento Kings. Yep. Um, <laughs> give me give me Embiid and Thibault. I still can't believe you want Joel Embiid. I think he'd be great with De'Aaron Fox. I think he's the biggest red flag of any superstar in the NBA, besides that's, Westbrook. That's I really do. I really think that. I think I think he's someone that Sacramento needs. They kind of he he doesn't he's not a number one guy. He's not. There no no team is going to win a championship with Joel Embiid as your number one. I think he's a fringe number two. But if you have De'Aaron Fox, him, and a healthy Marvin Bagley, I think the Kings will be a lot better. And obviously with a new head coach. But that is not happening. So. Do you want Elvin Gentry? Uh, not really, no. You guys should have went after Doc Rivers. Maybe you guys did. Yeah, maybe we did. But, I mean, Doc Rivers wasn't going to take an assistant job. And the new uh, head of basketball ops already said he's keeping Walton as the coach this year. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah there's that's no, right. I realize we never talked about that on here, the new GM. But, yeah, uh, no. You, you can go ahead if you want. Uh, I haven't looked. I'll save it for the next NBA one. I haven't looked too much in, into him. All I know is he's from Houston, and, you know, he's he's got a little bit of that uh, – God, what's their GM? Oh, Daryl Morey. He's got a little bit of that Daryl Morey blood in him. <laughs> oh, I think boy. it's. I think he's got a smart Daryl Morey in him, though. Not one that's just going to fucking pull the trigger on anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited. Okay. It's a little, right. little bit of fresh blood, you know, for once the, the Kings seem like they've made a good choice and didn't hire, you know, or just didn't hire someone that used to play for them. Yeah, that that's the big thing. I mean, they would always just hire ex-players. If Vlade would have worked out, awesome. I mean, it would have been the perfect story, but, you know... It's it's good to have a good basketball mind who's been in the industry for a long time in the building, and I think it's gonna do wonders. I think brighter days are finally finally ahead. You think so? I hope so. God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> All I know it's is about he, time. He needs to give Deer and Fox a contract extension like two minutes ago because every every minute that gets closer to his free agency is how much more expensive he's gonna be. Yeah, he needs that lifetime supply of Leatherbees, man. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That, that, that shit. I mean. Oh, he, he should take a little bit of a pay cut because he don't like in and out. But yeah, that no, that's wild. No, you can't. You can't come on to no. Come on, man. You can't come to California and start talking shit about in and out. Who did he say was got, better? Uh, what a burger! Yeah, or some said, fucking he, he's from Texas. He's from Texas though. What a fucking burger! Fuck that burger. How about that? In and out burger way better. And I'm not one of these people that gets up into the burger wars, <laughs> which is funny, a burger <laughs> war. But and I don't think In and Out has the best fast food. I, I think that belongs to uh, Chick Fil A personally. Yeah. But we don't have one here, so yes, you know it's coming. It is coming. I'm yeah. Fucking stoked. I was walking into work the other day. Um, I won't say why I work. I almost said it, but because uh, you know those weirdos. And uh, <laughs> I was walking into work, and apparently there's a, a, a tea bar coming to Hilltop. Yeah. 
I was like in an infusion cafe, which I, I think means smoothies and juices yeah. and stuff. So I was like, sick, another tea bar, which I like Roots personally, even though it's a little tea pricey. Tea bar's really good. Um, I've never been to tea bar. Tea I don't bar, know what it is. It's really good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It sucks that they probably, I assume all those places were going to open in time for the summer, but due to the virus, yeah, due, due yeah. to fucking fires, yeah. you know, so everything's pushed back a year or two, but yep. um, I'm going to save all my gloatness for next week when we come in here and I'll, I, bring, I'll bring my earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> bring your AirPods. Yeah. I, you know what's funny, dude? I'm so sure this is going to happen. I already have my three songs. I already have, I have it all set up. I have it all ready to go. It's all ready yeah, I'll make quick work of the uh, of the heat next week. Um, let's get into NFL, man. Yeah, NFL week it. three. Let's talk about the fantasy recap. So last week I got my ass literally handed to me by Seth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he beat me by like 90 points. Yeah, his team went off. It was absolutely insane. I mean, he had like 134, and then here comes Kamara on Sunday night. He had 42 points. Yeah. Kamara, oh dude, Kamara, Kamara is the number four ranked wide receiver right now. That's not even counting his rushing stats. I mean, what he's, Camaro's back. What he, yeah, he's back. He's, he's, he's back. What he's doing is insane. He's definitely back for sure. And I look. I'm gonna get Seth back first of all, and second of all, I know everyone was giving me shit for the trades and whatnot. I, I made a trade with you uh, for Alan Lazard, who had surgery today on his ribs. Uh, something must have happened in practice, like we were yeah. saying before the pod, because I mean, he had the game of his life last week. Mm-hmm. He was six for one forty six and two touchdown grabs. Or one touchdown. I think it was one yeah, one yeah. touchdown grab. Yeah. But um, that was on a bomb from that bad man Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> which we will get into. Yeah. Because um, I want to talk about him and Adams and stuff. But um, I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I traded Lamar Jackson and Chris Carson, which I know sounds nuts. I know that sounds. I know everyone was going to give me shit and shit on me. I, I listen here. First of all, I and this isn't a pity party. Like I'm a shit on most of my life. Okay. I don't give a fuck what people think or say about me. Okay. That should be obvious as fuck. Second. I think Lamar's going to have an off year. I'll go as far as to say he's not going to get anywhere near where he got last year as far as his throwing stats. Running, look, no one can stop Lamar Jackson. Once he gets out of that pocket, there's no such thing as intentional grounding because he's going to get 15 yards. Yeah. But as long as people can force him to stay in the pocket and as far as downfield throws, I mean, Mark Andrews is dropping shit. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the Ravens. I think they are the perfect team. And I thought it was the Bills. But I think they're the perfect team to fall off. I think they're this year's Rams. I think that we expected so fucking much Man, but off they played, the heels. They've lost to the Chiefs, though. Like, let's not act like they lost to, like, the Broncos or Jets. Okay, look. Year. I know they got... And, uh, don't, don't, and let's let's get it out of... Let's get this okay. right, right, right out there. <laughs> okay. If there is one person in Lamar Jackson's head, it is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh he yeah, knows yeah, yeah. He can't yeah. beat oh, Mahomes. Come on. He knows he can't beat him. He's 21-1 in the regular season against anyone not named Patrick Mahomes. And he's 0-3 against 0-3 against Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes psychologically owns Lamar Jackson. He probably owns about 98% of the league, honestly. I don't know who's... I mean, everyone besides Brady. Yeah. I mean, Brady's the only guy in the last two years that has went to his house and beat him. Yeah. And that was more of... Rex Burkhead and James White, if we're being honest. I mean, that was, what's up with Rex Burkhead just scoring all these clutch-ass Dude, touchdowns? It's just, it's like, just random. You know, he'll be gone for five weeks, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. here comes Rex Burkhead. And Burkhead, yeah, Burkhead with his third touchdown of the day, 175. I got him off waivers. I was like, I don't know when he's going to heat up. I, I mean, I got to see what's going to happen. He had a good week last week, so I think he's going to cool off this week. But um, I think Sony Michelle's down and out. Um, 
or some kind of injury. And I, I have Sony as well on my roster. Anyway, point being, I traded some guys. I got rid of like Mike Gazeki and Julian Edelman and stuff to your team for Alan Lazard and uh, Darius Slayton and Deshaun Watson, who I think it's a good pickup for me to get Watson. I know that you were kind of like, I don't know how he's going to do. He's just my backup. Well, and I got Jared Goff, so I was pretty comfortable trading Deshaun Watson. Who's going to have a good year. Yeah. I mean, the offense looks pretty... McVay yeah. tweaked some things for yeah, sure during absolutely. quarantine. He, he kind of figured out that he got figured out. And he, he went to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Bill's not going to get this one. At least yeah. not yet um so i'm looking forward to the rest of fantasy let's talk about your week three fantasy how was your fantasy and what do you expect in week four well we're playing this week yeah uh so yeah week three i lost uh, to my dad unfortunately um you know it wasn't i didn't have a terrible week uh i i made a mistake i played Minshew against the dolphins which i thought was going to be a great play but uh <laughs> that obviously didn't work out um I feel the same way about gazeki and then I, right before kickoff i was Darius Slayton, Alan Lazard, and I was like, no, I'm going Darius Slayton. That hurt. But, um, I mean, no, my dad put up 160 points, so, you know, it, it is what it is. It's tough to beat someone when they... Yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> It's a lot. You know, so it's okay. It's all good. You know, I'm 2-1, and one, still still trucking along, but uh, I'm, I'm feeling good about this week. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Noah Fant without Drew Locke, but... It's not even um, Jeff Driscoll. It's, uh... It's, uh, Brett Rippon or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I got, uh, I'm hoping to get Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams back. Because once I get those two back, my team is going to look like a juggernaut. Do you have them this week? Oh, Thomas I, is out, right? I think Thomas is questionable. They're both questionable, but Devontae Adams looks like he's going to play. Michael Thomas is still kind of up in the air. But, I mean, you know, outside of those two, I got, I got Nick Chubb. I got James Robinson, who's looking like going to be a breakout yeah, fantasy player. he's looking good. He's looking really good. I noticed good. that. Minshew likes to get on the ball. Um, and yeah, yeah you know, getting getting Jared Goff's going to be a big one for me. And, uh, you know, the flex, I got Allen Robinson, I got David Montgomery, now I got DJ Chark. So, you know, I, I'm feeling good about it going forward. Just kind of got to fine-tune some things, if you will. I heard that. Yeah. So here's my lineup. It's a lot different than it was last week. But I, I don't mind. It's actually not that much different. Just the bench. Uh, that bad fucking man in Green Bay is my quarterback. I got Mike Evans still. I got Scary Terry, who is having the year I thought he would have. I'm happy about that. Uh, Josh Jacobs, who I look, man, you, I'm not stupid. Like, I here's the thing. Seth was the fifth person in the league to ask me. The fifth person. You asked. George asked. Byron asked. Tim asked. And then you and uh, Seth asked. And I'm like, dude, no. I'm not. I'm like, I'm not giving you guys my best fucking play. It's like the same way you won't give up Chubb. The same way you shouldn't give up Mahomes or Wilson. It's like, no, I'm not giving you my best fucking player. Like. No. Uh, anyway, Devin Singletary, who had a good week last week. I, I think that he can really turn it on. And now with Zach Moss out, I think he's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Singletary is a guy again. So we'll yeah. see if he has that breakout year we're all waiting for him to have. Zach Ertz, uh, I know he's getting older. He looks older. It looks like he peaked right around the Super Bowl season. But they have the Niners defense, who is still a good defense, but there's no D-line. I think that, you know, if there's one game the Eagles, and we'll get into this in a bit with the picks, but if there's one game the Eagles may steal, it, it could be that one on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, injuries are still... Is that Sunday Night Football? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, good thing Game 3 of the Finals is on literally at the same time. I'm oh, probably okay. going to just, like, dip back here and watch that or whatever. I know we got yeah. plans Sunday or whatever the fuck. But anyway, um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I got him off waiver as soon as I heard about the Lazard news. I'm surprised he wasn't taken, to be honest, just because he is a good, I think, like, second or third receiver. Um, I have him in the flex this week. I was debating either him or Slayton. 
I like the matchup against the Falcons. I think the Falcons, I mean, I say the Saints are burnt toast. There's no toast burnt more than the Atlanta Falcons toast. Yeah. I mean, it's stinking up the whole fucking house <laughs> at this point. It's like, yeah. throw that trash in the main trash. Don't throw in the house trash. Yeah. Um, so, Bob, that Scantley could have a great week, especially with Adams being limited. I don't know if Devontae is going to go off. I doubt it. Um, I know for your sake you hope so. But he is, you know, a hamstring injury to a receiver he only took one game off. I mean, who knows how severe it is, but I just, I've just i pulled a hammy before. It's not fully healed in two weeks. So we'll see. Then again, he's probably way tougher than I am. <laughs> and he's got those professional trainers. Oh, steroids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. You never know. That's fucked up. That's fucked. Uh, that is fair. He's got physical therapists. He's got the best doctor's money could buy, basically. Yeah. Harrison Bucker still my kicker. Baltimore's defense is still my defense. They're against the Washington professional organization, so I'm feeling good about that one, personally. Um, as far as my bench, I got Deshaun. I got Darius Slayton. I did get uh, Chase Claypool, who that game is postponed, but we were talking about him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's a rookie. Looks I really mean, good. you know, he could be the second guy behind Juju, or maybe yeah. he can even become the first guy, so we'll see how that goes. Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, and then Seattle's defense against the Dolphins. I was having a tough debate between that, but I think Washington is worse than Miami. I, I think Fitzmagic's not going to have that bad of a game. I mean, I don't he's, think so either. He's good. Um, I realized I didn't go through the rest of mine, so once okay, you, yeah, when, go ahead. No, oh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, so I got Allen Robinson and Devontae Adams in a receiver right now. Jared Goff at quarterback. Uh, Chubb Robinson, Fant, David Montgomery. Like I said, Michael Thomas. Really hoping he plays against the Lions. That would be a lot of points, hopefully. Oh man. Uh, DJ Chark against the Bengals, thinking about playing him. Julian Edelman, I'm not going to play him against the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, picked up Justin Jefferson off waivers. I, you got him ahead of me. I was like, Yeah, I, I knew a lot of people were putting in claims for him. Fuck. I didn't know if I'd get him. Um, yeah, I but I'm freaking pumped that I got him. Uh, LaVisca Chenault I picked back up off waivers from the Jaguars. Uh, I think he's getting ready to break out here pretty soon. Um, I My kicker got hurt, and then I picked up another kicker. That kicker got hurt. So, <laughs> now I'm with the Cardinals kicker, which I'm not mad about. You know, they no. score a lot of points. Yeah, kicker's um, a kicker. And then Pittsburgh's defense, obviously, is not playing this week. So, mm-hmm. I went and picked up. I went and looked, and right when I looked, I seen the, the Rams defense playing the Giants, and I was like, that's easy pickings. I know. And Seth had 35 fucking points with the Colts defense last week. I, I don't know what it is about. I need to start just doing that. Instead of drafting the fucking that's what defense. I did last year. Just waiver wire every week. Whoever's playing the Jets or the Giants or the Bengals or someone, just pick them up, man. Because, fuck, man. I, I just the thing that sucks for me is that your defense could have thirty points. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be Chubb. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it, it's going to be the goddamn Rams defense um, with Aaron Donald. It's I'm not and happy that, about that, it. That freaking Queen Jalen Ramsey at cornerback. <laughs> Queen Jalen Ramsey. No, I, no I, I thought you. I got, um, I got no hate towards Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah I, I thought um, you, I thought you forgave him. I did. You know, after I kind of read some stuff about after Tom Coughlin left, I I forgave a lot of those players. <laughs> and I honestly, I didn't blame, I didn't blame them for leaving. And I, I kind of like the culture we got going right now. We got a lot of that locker room cancer out of there. So. And Doug Marone's still there. Doug Marone's still there. I don't know if he's going to be there after this year. I think the, the thing that's going to happen, and I think it's about ninety five percent bound to happen, is Doug Marone will get fired and Jay Gruden's going to be the head coach. That's what I think is going to happen. Do you want Jay Gruden as your head coach? As long as Jay Gruden calls the offense, I'm fine. What Jay Gruden's doing for our offense is, and what he's doing for Minshew and James Robinson is like it's amazing we've never had this before and you know even in the year we went to the afc championship our offense wasn't this good and you know we were loaded uh but you know as long as he's calling the offense i would be totally fine with that see how he does for a couple years i mean he did do good in washington when he had rg3 and then kirk cousins yeah um when i think what he does is he plays to the strengths of his roster he doesn't 
you know, try and do stuff that his roster can't do. So, I mean, he look what he's... Uh, James Robinson was an undrafted guy that no one was even thinking about. Yeah. And look what he's doing. That's insane. I mean, and Minshew, you know, obviously we've seen what Minshew did last year, but, I mean, he looked okay against the Dolphins. Um, he's young. He's young, but, I mean, for the most part, he's looked pretty damn good. And he's looked like, you know, I mean, I know we'll get into the tank for Trevor stuff later, but he's kind of put the tank to tank for Trevor for the Jaguars to bed. <laughs> Honestly, and that's it is funny, but yeah, and you true. And, and I make it very known on this pod how much I love Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I make it very well known. Minshew's mustache, yeah, it's that's a fantasy football name. name. Yep. Yeah, I got that jersey. I wear it every Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, um, we can get a tank for Trevor now if you want. Yeah. So good. we have a segment that we wanted to go through because this is something we discuss literally every Sunday at <laughs> what I call the White House. Um, we call it Tank for Trevor, and we just call out teams that we think are basically just ass, and we just say, hey, they're tanking for Trevor. So I'm going to let you go first. I don't know how many teams you got, but take as much time as you want. Who do you think should and will tank for Trevor Lawrence? So I think there's some teams that that should, that won't. I'll get, I got two of those teams, um, and then there's obviously like two or three that I think are not you know, coming out and saying they're tanking for Trevor, but it's pretty damn obvious. The Jets are obviously <laughs> the Jets. Let's get the cat out of the bag. Yeah. They're terrible. They're um, horrendous. And if if the Jets have the number one pick and I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm saying I'm gonna go back for my senior year. I'm not going to New York. Fuck that. They're gonna be right there the next year too. I don't know what the fuck he expects. <laughs> they're gonna be right there next year after that. That's probably true. But um. Another one, the Detroit Lions. They, I know they just beat the Cardinals, but I, I'm not going to put any stock into the Lions. I think the Cardinals just had a bad game. Um, yeah, Kyler. Kyler didn't game. play good. No. But, um, I mean, I've, I've always thought Matthew Stafford was a very underrated quarterback. But, I mean, how old is he? He's old now. And he's, you know. He's like 35. He's had some back injuries. Um, and, you know, obviously Patricia I don't think is going to be there after this year. No. Come on. Um, come on. So, I think they should, you know, kind of reset, get their franchise 32. guy. 32. Okay. 32. Um, and then another one, outside of whatever year the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, what has Matt Ryan really done? You know what I mean? Thank you. What has he Th- done? Thank he hasn't you. done anything. Was, uh, they were on my list, too. Outside of, you know, maybe one or maybe one to three playoff wins outside of that Super Bowl run, what, what has he done? I mean, I get Dan Quinn's is an ass coach, but... Let's, I mean, let's not forget, Matt Ryan is... He's, he's okay, he had the couple years where he was an elite He was elite yeah. for a few years, I thought, I mean, when he was younger. I mean, and really still he's not terrible, but at some point they're going to have to move on and say, we're not going to win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. And if you go 1-15 this year, which they could very easily do, yeah, it's the perfect thing. You get Trevor Lawrence, you don't have to play him right away, which, you know, obviously would upset the fans, but... Fuck that, man. I'm cutting Matt Ryan if I get Trevor Lawrence. See how much money he's on the books for? Or you could try and trade him. Or we could try and trade him. You know, if Indy, if Indy's giving Philip Rivers twenty five, you know someone's gonna trade for Matt Ryan. Indy will trade for Matt Ryan. Indy I, I don't know what they'll give him, but and then uh, there's a couple teams that I think that are obviously aren't tanking for him, but on come draft day they should give up the whole kitchen sink for him. And I think one of those teams is the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees, let's be honest, is going down. Wow. I think he's starting to kind of fall off a little bit. I mean, I, I agree. But you think they're gonna just throw in the towel? No, I'm. Th- I'm saying they're not tanking, obviously. But come draft day, they should throw two or three first to try and get them, because they have. They're one of those teams that has a win now team with an old quarterback. So I mean, it, it doesn't. 
in my mind, it makes sense for them to give up a lot to kind of try and, you know, keep a winning roster going. Because I think Drew Brees is done after this year. I think that's in my honest opinion. Um, like retire or he just isn't in New Orleans? I think he retires after this year. Okay. Um, and another one, uh, Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay should, wow. on draft day, give up give up some picks to get him. Now, those are just two teams that, you know, they have old quarterbacks. They have win-now rosters. So, you know, depending on how Brady looks the rest of this year, um, maybe try, I guess. I don't know. Those, those are kind of just bold. Those I mean, bold th- th- those, that's very bold. I'm yeah. not, and obviously what I'm saying is they're not tanking. They're not, you know, they're, they're teams that are trying to win a Super Bowl. But with old quarterbacks, I think, you know, they kind of need to look and see who's Tom Brady's backup. Who is it? Freaking. It's Blaine uh, Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they don't have a lot of holes on that roster, so... You're going to be picking towards the end of the first round anyways. Give up two first-round picks. I mean, you know, if the Jets end up with the number one pick, then it's good. they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. It's a done deal. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you get into it now. All right. Um, I, I just I think the Bucks and the Saints are two. Those are actually pretty surprising teams, especially the Bucks. I, I wouldn't think the Bucks would be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. I mean, I mean, I think only again only through trade, not obviously not through record. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I, even the, I feel like that's just tough though. The more games you win, the more other teams are gonna be like, "Fuck no, dude! You just won eleven games." So those are my uh, yearly hot takes, if you will. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, well, the one team we agree on is the Atlanta Falcons. I I do think the Atlanta Falcons should move on from Matt Ryan and Dan Quinn. And, I mean, a tr- if you're asking my honest opinion, they should pull a fucking L.A. Clippers. The same way I think they should move towns and move... Look, you gotta get that stench off that team. I mean, there is a rotten fucking smell walking around that franchise. And it's Tom Brady's duck strap right in their trash. I mean, I it just is. I mean, that haunts that franchise and the owner and Dan Quinn and Matt Ryan and everybody. I mean, they, they ain't going nowhere with that new stadium, though. That's a nice stadium. They're set stone. Yeah, that that's stadium a, is really that, nice. <laughs> that's like that's the second really newest stadium in the league. That yeah, shit's amazing. What, yeah. Um, yeah, I think besides SoFi, it's the newest one in Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Atlanta's right there. Atlanta should do it. And I don't want to get into Atlanta. I Look, man, they're going to be 0-4 after this week. Rodgers is going to tear them the fuck up on Monday night. It's going to be embarrassing. So I, I agree with you on that. Atlanta should definitely do that. And, I mean, if they have Todd Gurley still, Trevor Lawrence and Todd Gurley as your quarterback and your running back, get a new coach in there. And you still got Calvin Ridley. You still got Julio. Yeah. Hayden you, Hurst. I mean, you you yeah. can maybe have Julio with some trade bait. Maybe that's yeah. how they move up in the draft. I mean, sure. they can still go 4-12 and 12 and have fifth or sixth, but give up Julio and, you know what I mean, a third yeah. or fourth rounder. Or, you know, NFL, they do like sixth rounders and shit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, to give up something to get that first or second pick, um, which I think Trevor's going to go number one no matter what. Oh, yeah. Unless it's a team that already has, like, a quarterback. Unless it's – I mean, you mentioned the New York Giants. I just don't think they're going to be out on Daniel after two years. I don't years. think so either. No. Um, the New York Jets for sure. But that's another team that I really <laughs> – I can see them not <laughs> – I can see them really not uh, getting Trevor Lawrence. I think they want to stick it out with Darnold. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It. I mean, he's having a decent game right now, but they're still down seven at the half. Uh, and if you're here in this podcast, the game's over probably, the Bronco Jet game we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, I just I think the Jets are just going to jet it. I think they're just going to do some bonehead, fuck-headed shit. And, I, I mean, they can go 1-15, 0-16 easy, but they're going to find some way to fuck it up, man. Yeah. The same way they found a way to fuck up the Sam Darnold pick. Mm-hmm. Um, one team that I think that you didn't mention that should... And they're number one in their division, but the Washington Football Organization. I, I seen them on the bottom of the screen, and I was like, yeah. The Washington Football Organization has got 
to try and tank this season. And I know Ron Rivera doesn't want to do that. Former coach of the year, Jack Del Rio. You know, Daniel Snyder wants to get a win-now culture. And first of all, fuck him. Okay, do you want to get all mad and change the... I mean, he's such a dick. The Washington Redskins to the Washington football team. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's bad. <laughs> I mean, and what's crazy is that the logos and the helmets are actually pretty cool. I actually kind of like the royal too, red yeah. and the, the yellow and yeah. stuff, like the bronze yellow, um, which I know aren't the same colors. But, yeah, it's just I, I like it personally. But the Washington football team, you got to change your name. And if you're going to change your name, you might as well also try and get a new quarterback because you have a whole new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Scary Terry's got potential. Chase Young's got potential. I mean, the Redskins can really – Sorry, the Washington football team could really be good in two or three years okay. times if they play these next year or two right. They got to get some free agents. I think you got to get someone on the other side of Terry or a mm-hmm. tight end. You got yeah. it's going to become like a Devontae Adams in Green Bay. We're just going to double him, and then it's just you know haywire after that. Um, yeah. So those are my three or four teams. I got Jets. I got Falcons. I got Washington football team. I think a heavy sleeper is the Minnesota Vikings. I, I think, I know they just gave Kirk that extension, but the NFL's cutthroat as fuck. And, I mean, we see what the Rams did with Todd Gurley. Before those roster, I mean, none of those roster bonuses are guaranteed. I mean, it's written on fucking toilet paper, basically. None of those contracts are fully guaranteed. It's all in the lettering and the handwriting and the handwork and stuff. And I think that they could easily turn around and just say, look, man, we're not going to pay you this shit. You're not worth it. You had a terrible yeah. fucking season. They're 0-3, about to be 0-4. Um... I just I don't I don't see it personally, and they have a good enough team with Anthony Barr coming back. Harrison Smith is still there. I think they gotta get that secondary going a little bit, but you yeah. still have Dalvin who you just signed for another six years. I mean, you know, I don't even know if you have to make a coaching change, but they got to get a better quarterback, yeah. um, and that's just the truth of the matter. And the Vikings fans will tell you that. I'd Seth is having the worst time of his life as far as his football team is concerned, um, and it is tough to watch. It so. really is, yeah. It's. <laughs> Hey, you know how many freaking 1 in 15 seasons I watched, man? It's not fun. No. I sympathize with anyone who goes through those seasons. Because I went through, I can't even count how many of them. Yeah. How about, uh, here's a dark, I don't know why, I I don't know why I said Nolans and Tampa Bay, but those are just kind of hot takes. But, uh. Yeah, no, that's fine. What about Philly? I mean, Philly's right there, too. They're, or they're 0-2-1, I guess. What, okay, oh can, can, what the fuck was Doug Peterson doing not trying to win the game? He was putting his tail between his legs. That's what, that's what he was doing. I don't I don't understand. He's a dog you're, that just got his nose put into the mess he made, and he's running out of the kitchen. You're basically telling doing. your team, you guys fucking suck. I don't believe in you. I don't think we can win, so instead of taking a loss, I'm going to take a fucking tie. I mean, it's granted, I mean, his team gave him every chance to think that way. I mean, you have sure, the fucking yeah. false start, mm-hmm. and then you have another false start. So you go from a 59... Or 54-yard field goal to a 64-yard field but goal. But their kicker just made a 62-yard. What was that, two years ago when he hit that game winner? I Look, I'm not saying Doug no, Peterson made sure. the right call. No, I think absolutely. they should have went for the kick. But then again, I mean, if you want to bring up the point of Peterson, I believe in his team. I mean, I don't fucking believe in the Philadelphia Eagles, do you? I don't see no, not one body on that field besides maybe Ertz or Fletcher Cox. Yeah. You know, I like Jason Peters, Lane Johnson, but... I mean, those guys are offensive fucking... What the fuck do they contribute? Yeah. You know? And, I mean, Wentz is getting sacked left and right. I mean, yeah. Peters is on the back end. He tore his Achilles about five or six years ago now. And he, he was one of the elite left tackles. But he's he's kind of like Tyron Smith. It's mm-hmm. like, he's we've been kinda, talking about yeah. you for about ten years now. Like, yeah. you guys don't last like quarterbacks and stuff. They're like running backs. They're interchangeable. You always yeah. got to have a backup for them. Because you never know. Um, Lane Johnson has had... 
I know certain issues off the field and stuff like that. He's their highest paid player besides Carson Wentz. That's insane. I, I mean, he's the highest paid offensive lineman ever. I guess I'm even close. I think Peters was the next closest, and he made a $15 million, $20 million or less on the overall contract. Um, I, I'm with you. The Eagles, I didn't really think of them either, but, I mean, they're another team that, I mean, consider tearing it down. And I know Peterson won the Super Bowl a short three seasons ago, but it might be time. really to, bad ever since then. I mean, it I might know be they time. made the playoffs last year, but. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. That was, I think another team that's kind fuck? of in the boat is, same boat as them is Cleveland. I think Cleveland's yeah. in the same boat as them. But I don't, I don't think they're, Trevor or? I, yeah, I don't think they're ready to give up on Baker yet, though. I don't think so And either. I think there's too much talent for them to have a pick to get Trevor Lawrence. I think that, I mean, they're 2-1. and one. I mean, they could maybe do damage with Baker, yeah. you know? I like Baker. I You know, I, I hope Baker ends up being a good quarterback. You know how I feel about Baker. I know. I, I, yeah, I'm I know not a big Baker. fan. But if he has a good year, I mean, I'll give it up to him. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. I'm not a hater. You know, if he has a great year, then so be it. I just don't want to see you putting, you know, covers over your furniture on the progressive commercial every 15 minutes. Yeah. And you're throwing three picks a game and Odell has two targets and you know, this person's hurt and you've been sacked five times and you got two intentional grounding. It's like, it's just ugly. I don't want to fucking see you put a cover on your goddamn furniture. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it goes for Baker. We'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, anything else for tank for Trevor, any other team that we didn't discuss that you want to bring up? Nah. Anything else? Alrighty, it is that time, folks. It is my favorite part of the podcast. I, I absolutely love when we get the picks. It's, yeah, it really is the funnest part of the pod. I, yeah. I love it. So, NFL Week 4 picks. We'll give you the Week 3 recap first. So, last week, I won yet again. Yes, I went 9-6. and six. Um, I did not count the game that was a tie between the Bengals and the Eagles. That's just how we do it in our pick league. We don't... I personally never count ties. Yeah. It's... If anything, I just count it as a win for everyone, but mm -hmm. I just count it as a game that just didn't exist, basically. It's another 15 games this week because the Titans and the Steelers and Pittsburgh is postponed due to eight players having COVID on the Titans. Hopefully everyone's okay. Hopefully no one's super sick or nothing like that. Because um, I, do, I do think COVID's still a you know, pretty lethal virus. It's yeah. you know something you don't want to catch. Absolutely. Um, Anyway, moving right along, we got Seth at eight and seven, and then you and good old Matty Ice, Matt White, uh, his first week went seven and eight with us, and you were right along with them. So overall records, win loss records are me, Blake. I'm at the top. I'm 29 and 18. Seth is in second at 27 and 20, and Al and Matty Ice are 26 and 21. The standings are me. I'm two and one overall, and everyone else is one and two on the year, and. We'll see how it goes this week. So this game's already going, and by the time this comes out, we're going to know the result. But we don't know the result right now. Second half's about to start. For Broncos and Jets on Thursday Night Football, which is the worst primetime game we've ever seen, we've yeah. ever even heard of, um, I picked Denver. Everyone else picked the Jets. It's 17-13 right now, so we'll see how it goes. Denver has the ball to open the second half. This could get ugly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really quickly. I don't care who's throwing the ball. Um, let's go Sunday, 10 a.m. games. Let's start first with Saints at Lions. I haven't done any of these yet. I'm going to so. go Saints. You going to go Saints? Yeah. I, I was thinking about going Lions, but I was like, man, I just said I can't put any stock into them. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think the Saints lose three games in a row. They, no. They've lost to Vegas and Green Bay, who are good teams in my opinion. They're not going to lose three games in a row going to Ford Field in Detroit. And I think Detroit's going to have fans. Mm -hmm. um, I think, didn't they have fans? Last, or no, they were on the I'm road sure. last week. I'm not sure. Um, I know Detroit got hit pretty hard by COVID, so I don't, I don't know if they're going to have any fans. But either way, I'm going to go New Orleans. I will um, say, if New Orleans does lose this game, hit that damn panic button. Man, don't hit no damn button. Get Drew Brees the fuck out of there. Yeah, you know how I, I I'm not getting into this. <laughs> I'm not getting into the Saints. I can't fucking stand the Saints. You want to put bounties on motherfuckers then deny it and no, I'm 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 not over that still. I I hate playing dirty. 
playing dangerous. I, I hate that shit. Anyway, uh, 10 a.m., Chargers and Bucks. I'm Chargers take, and Bucks. I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers. Give me a Herbert over Brady. You got Herbert? Yep. I'm going to stick kid. with Tampa. I'm going to go Tampa. I just, uh, I need Mike Evans to have me a week, first of all. And I like Herbert, but going into Tampa, I mean, uh, Brady has the experience. I, I just, I think in this game personally, I don't like the Chargers defense. Um, I'm not their a big D, fan. Their DBs are good. I'll, I think Chris Harris is hurt, though, actually. I'm not a big fan of their defense. Well, Chris, Chris Godwin, sorry. Chris Godwin is out this week. Oh, he is. I think he had a hammy or something like that. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, Mike Evans should have a good week, then, uh, between him and uh, the guy who just blocks, doesn't catch passes, Gronk. Uh, <laughs> that was a funny story last week. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, we got your Jaguars and Cincy against Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, Fitz Magic just diced us up. Give me the Cincy. Give me Cincy. I think Burrow's just going to freaking put it wherever he wants to. Oh, sorry. I broke Jacksonville for you. You have Cincy. I'm going to go Jacksonville personally. I just got a funny feeling. Uh, I could easily see Minshew walking in there with his fucking mustache and all of his swagger and all of his allure. And I can see him getting the job done against Burrow. I mean, I really can. I, I like Joe Burrow, but I don't like his offensive line. I don't like his weapons except Tyler Boyd. Um, and I, I, Joe Mixon's good, but his receivers, A.J. Green's falling off. T. I think Higgins I, is a good young receiver. Uh, Tyler Higgins? T. Higgins. Who's T. Higgins? The, he was, came from Clemson. Isn't his name Tyler? No. Oh, what's I mean, that might be his real first name, but... I think just call him T. Higgins? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I like Tyler Boyd, personally. I just... I don't know. Well, <laughs> the Jets are bad. <laughs> Fucking long snapper just standing there. He's just like, yep. <laughs> like a dog begging for food. <laughs> Moving right along, we got the 0-3 Vikings at the 0-3 Texans. <laughs> this is bad, man. I'm going Houston. I don't think Minnesota's going to do shit. I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm so down on Minnesota. I... I I picked them the first two weeks, and I just they didn't do shit. Uh, Houston hasn't won a game yet. It's in Houston. Watson's my backup now. I think he can potentially torch that fucking defense. There's no Anthony Barr. I think the only elite guy there is still Harrison Smith and um, Kendricks. And I mean, besides, is Kendricks still around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he got hurt. So yeah, I, I got Houston. I think Houston gets their first win, but um, it's still fuck Bill O'Brien. Uh, I, I know you love Always. him. Always. <laughs> him and his butt chin. Uh, Seahawks at Dolphins. I'll take the fins. You're going to take the... <laughs> no, give me the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, you, <laughs> I saw you were thinking about that. It's like, oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's it's Seattle. Russell Wilson's looking like the MVP. I think it's between him and Rodgers. Is this fucking 2014? <laughs> the fuck's... Why, why are the Seahawks and the Packers the two best? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is weird, man. Uh, Browns are Cowboys. Give me the Brownies. I'm going to take the Brownies. You're going to take the Brownies? Yeah. A lot of risky picks this week, Mr. White. I got to catch up. I'm going to go Dallas. I'm going to go Dallas. I'm Dallas not. is 1-2, though. I know they're 1-2. I, mean, I, I don't think this is like a... I think this will be a good game. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't trust Baker on the road ever. I barely trust him in his own house when he's putting the cover on the furniture. Uh, I'm not taking him on the road. Dallas can have fans. Jerry Jones gives no fucks about COVID-19. <laughs> um, he only cares about his pocketbook. So, And, I mean, that, that much is obvious. And his American flag. Uh, Cardinals and Panthers. Cardinals Panthers. Give me those Cardinals, man. Yeah, Come on, Cardinals. Come yeah. on. I think they bounce back. I don't see Kyler dropping two in a row. And I like Teddy Two Gloves, but who's to say McCaffrey's even going to beat back? Or he's on IR, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's... So, no. We, we didn't even talk about the Panthers in tanking for Trevor. I just don't think they're going to tank for him. I think they like Teddy. They gave him three or four years, and they have McCaffrey. I just gave him an extension, too. I think they should go out and get defense. Fuck yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Go out and get some goddamn defense. Yeah. Or, like, a, a left tackle or some shit. Um, Colts and Bears. Mm. Those bad Chicago fucking Bears. 
I, look, man, the last two weeks, I was telling you guys they're going to pull out those games. I know Maserati Mitch... Lost his job. He lost his job. I'm I'm going through withdrawal. <laughs> it's really, really... It's I'm, I'm spiraling. I can, I can barely put sentences together over here. I, I'm going through withdrawals from being a Trubiscaholic. But Nick Foles look really good. And I got Chicago. I think Chicago starts 4-0 on this. <laughs> I'm taking That's Indy. crazy. I'm taking Indy. A lot of different picks. A lot of different picks. Yeah. There's, there's some good games this week, too. There's some good games. Last week was a good week. Yeah. I will like, the, the Just like last week, the last few games are going to be the best ones. Um, as far as the morning games, this is the last one. we got the Ravens at the Washington professional football team. you got to go Ravens. Yeah, come on. I'm not. After that bad loss last week. Lamar should probably have 35 points, but that, that's fine. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. Go Baltimore. As my dogs are making tons of noise. Alrighty, so instead of four afternoon games, we only have three now. So I, <laughs> I don't. I just don't get it. I don't get it. We're all gonna be so out of it by two o'clock. I, I could just hear the conversation. Yeah. I, Seth wants to get drunk. It's just it's gonna be all bad. It's <laughs> it's it's gonna be all bad. A one and one twenty-five p.m. games. First one we got Giants at Rams. We touched on this briefly. It's Rams, come on. Yeah. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to New York Littles, wherever the fuck. Such a prominent team. Such a great team from like 20, 30 years ago. Um, this was contender for game of the week, but I think the game after this is the best game of the week. We got Patriots and Chiefs. Mm. 2018 AFC Championship rematch. Well, they played last year too, so not really. But I'm going to take the Pats. You're going to go Pats? I am. Yeah. On the road in Kansas City? Yep. Good old Cam Newton walking Some, into Arrowhead. Someone's got to do it. And if, you, if someone's going to do it, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Bill has gone to Kansas City plenty of times in his career and whooped their ass. That's not going to happen this time. I, I personally got the Chiefs. The Chiefs could have fans, too. I, I, yeah. I think fans, when there's no fans, makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I know it doesn't get nearly as loud. It's not nearly as exciting. I know the players are professionals, and they're good enough to, you know, block out the, the people, if you will. But I right now, it matters a lot. I, I got Chiefs. Uh, game of the week, last afternoon game. This is a really surprising game of the week. But I, two AFC teams that could do damage this year. We got Bills or Raiders. Mm, I'm going to go Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Byron's Buffalo Bills. Good old Josh Allen. Yep. Who looked really good. I tried getting him. I tried trading Lamar for Josh Allen. I got cut off real quick. Uh, I'll never do business with him again. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Las Vegas Raiders, and I picked them last week, and they didn't do anything. And I just, I don't know. I I know Josh Allen almost blew the lead and whatnot and came down and scored the touchdown. Why are they... As Baker Mayfield. <laughs> what commercial. the fuck? Is this an AA meeting? Like, it's, like a, it's like a new commercial every week. Yeah, there is. This is... He ain't that good, man. Is that Miles Garrett? No, no, no. That's, the, that's that tackle they drafted. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I got Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to bounce back. I think they might have the best home field in the whole league. I mean, even with no fans. I think the Raiders are really comfortable in Las Vegas. I think they really like playing at their home. Um, they got the crowd noise right on yeah, that Monday night game. They don't got to play on a baseball field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, playing dirt. <laughs> Fucking literal dirt. Um, they got good crowd noise. I like Gruden. That team's on the up and up. And oh, I, Jacobs, I mean, everyone knows Jacobs is studs. I'm going to take Raiders on that one. Mike uh, Mayock was such a good hire. Yeah. Great hire. At first it was like, a uh, TV guy, I don't know. But Gruden was a TV guy. Gruden mm-hmm. was, you know, QB camps. and It's crazy the amount of QBs that... John Gruden talked to during those times. I mean, he had Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He had fucking, like, Johnny Manziel. I mean, he had everyone, man. Mm-hmm. Everyone until, what, 2018 when mm-hmm. he got the job again? So, yeah. I mean, he was great in the booth. He was really... And uh, not for nothing, Mike Tirico announced last Sunday night 
for Al Michaels. And mm-hmm. I, I miss hearing Mike Tirico on Monday Night Football with John Gruden. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Chris Collinsworth that much because I just, you know. And as you see here, Mike, I, I, mean, I don't know what the ref's looking at. It's just, I don't want to hear that shit. Okay. Um, Sunday Night Football, this game is f- absolutely fucking horrendous. I'm going to be watching game three of the finals instead of this bullshit. Eagles at 49ers. I'm going to go Niners. You go Niners? Yeah. Honestly, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Philly. I might change it. I'm gonna go Philadelphia. I just I don't is Kittle playing? I have no I, I don't, idea. I mean, it's like I have no idea is Garoppolo gonna play. I, I don't know think Garoppolo is playing. Um, what's his name? Nick Mullins had a really good week, but then again, that's the New York Giants. I mean, I can't name one player on their defense, so I'm not gonna put much stock into that personally. And I think Philly. I mean, this is one of those weird games where it's like they'll stink up the joint and they'll come and beat the shit out of someone. It's the weirdest thing. I don't. Yeah. That team flips the switch on and off more than any team I've seen in football. And then Monday Night Football. This isn't even a goddamn contest. We got that bad man, Aaron fucking Rodgers, at home in Lambeau against those sorry ass. <coughs> sorry, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, uh, give me that bad man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. God, I'm so tired of the Packers being on primetime games. I don't know if I should... I'm freaking sitting there and I'm like, should I play Devontae Adams? I don't know because it's freaking Monday. You know, Monday Night Football. And if I don't, if I put him in my lineup and he doesn't play, then that's freaking 15 points I'm missing out on. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Um, that is our week four picks. We will see how that goes. And um, was there anything else you want to talk about? I, I have one thing. and I don't know if you... Did you hear the new Travis Scott song? Mm-hmm. Franchise with uh, Young Thug and MIA. Remember yeah. MIA? Yeah, um, yeah Swagger Like Us and shit like that. So she had an absolutely awful fucking verse on this song. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because we talked about the Travis Scott McDonald's deal and stuff like that. But another reason is uh, hopefully sometime this fall we can review some albums. I know we're waiting on Kendrick, we're waiting on Drake, we're waiting on Travis Scott. There's very few albums I think will come in here as hip-hop fans and music fans and talk about and review. But, I mean, if you want to review those albums, I think that'd be really good content and whatnot. Yeah. But we can talk about it, you know, off the pod. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the new song very much. And I was wanting to ask you what you expect this fall as far as album releases. Because, like I said, I mean, there's been a lot of industry rumors that... I mean, we know Drake's coming because yeah, Laugh Drake's Now, Cry coming. Later is fucking number one everywhere like he always is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Travis just put out his new single. He has the McDonald's deal. He's coming off the strength of that. Kendrick is quiet as a mouse somewhere in LA. Yeah. Um, what do you expect? Do you think we get any of those albums or what are you anticipating for the fall? What are you looking forward to? First of the year? I don't know if they necessarily come in the fall. I think that this year we'll see, obviously we'll see Drake, we'll see Travis Scott. Um, I do think Kendrick comes out this year. Um, and another one I've been waiting on J. Cole. I think J. Cole's coming out with one this year, too. He did put out um, two songs back in, I think, July. Mm-hmm. July yeah, I think, I think he's coming out with something, too. Those songs came and went, though. That was really odd. Yeah. I mean, those, that was a really quiet drop. I remember yeah. the first couple days, everyone's like, oh, J. Cole. And look, I, I'm not a J. Cole hater. I know whenever I talk, I'm loud and I say a lot of shit. I don't hate J. Cole at all. I think J. Cole is one of the most boring rappers I've ever heard. And that's not a diss. That's not a slight. I know he's a great storyteller, and I respect his lyrics. There's just, for me personally, it's just my personal opinion, there's just a disconnect. I don't know if it's between his lyrics and the beats. I don't know if the beats are too mellow or he's too mellow. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't fully connect with me. I, The last project, and I mean, this is going to sound kind of blasphemous if you're a J. Cole stan, but the last album I really enjoyed was 2014 Forest Hills Drive. And that was six fucking years ago. Um... I think that's a classic. I think that those are some of the best songs he's ever made. I, you know, no role models and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's other songs on that album and stuff like that. There's like wet dreams. I mean, everyone knows that those are like, you know, um, yeah. 
What's that? Uh, oh, Three Adolescents. I like that yeah. one, too. That was... A lot of good Oh, my God. That song's phenomenal. And I could go on and on. Um, Black Friday with Kendrick was really good that year. I think mm-hmm. that was that year. Uh, but I, that was the last time I enjoyed a J. Cole project. So while I would listen to any J. Cole songs or anything that come out, because I respect him, I'm not really anticipating a J. Cole project, personally. Uh, I know a lot of J. Cole fans and stuff are going to think that's blasphemy. But uh, I just don't give a fuck. And then... Uh, t- <laughs> That's such a dick. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I Like we said on plenty of pods, I don't think Kendrick will drop this year. I'll take anything I can get from Kendrick. I oh, just, God. there's no I signs of anything yeah. anywhere. I mean, there's no lead single. There's no. I'm not like, I'm not very familiar with like album drops or when they drop or whatever. But like in the past when he's dropped albums, is there anything leading up to it? Or does he just randomly drop an album? So, I mean, here's my thing. With To Pimper Butterfly, it was kind of weird because back in, I think it was like September or October of 14 is when uh, I Love Myself came out. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the fuck? I personally love that song. I was going to play that as an intro song today, but I just, I wanted to hear Barnum Boy. Uh, but I like that song personally. I think that's one of his better songs still. I think it's a classic. And it samples the Isley Brothers. And um, I just think it's a really good message, especially in these times, you know, mm-hmm. loving yourself and just, you know, self-love and stuff. Um but, I mean, damn, the rollout was, I think it was uh, The Heart Part 4, which was just dissing Big Sean and Drake the whole time, and then it was Humble, and then it was My Album is Next Friday, and then the album dropped. It was like a three-week span of just song, album release, date, song release, album release. And it's like, I, I like that process. And Drake, same way. Drake always kind of spaces out his stuff, and he's already put out the mixtape this year. But, I mean, God's Plan dropped in January of 18. Mm-hmm. And then Scorpion didn't drop till like, June 30th or, like, July 4th or whatever the fuck that was. So Scorpion was a long ways out, and that was a long album wait yeah. for Drake. I mean, Drake doesn't take six months to complete his albums. Yeah. Then again, that was 25 songs. He says he's not putting nearly as many on this one. Um, and he put out, I'm going to assume the B sides in May on the yeah. mixtape. So we, we should get some fire. And I mean, laugh yeah. now, cry later is the best song he's put out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as who's the other person, Travis, I do think Travis is coming. I think Travis is coming any time to be honest. Yeah. If he drops in the next, if he drops next Friday, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. just cause the McDonald's deal is going strong and he has a single and I'm not a big fan of the single, but you know, I mean, this is what artists do. They put one or two songs out. They got something else going on, and then the album comes. And like we said last time, he's a super duper star. So no matter what he does, he'll sell half a million records for his yeah. week. Yeah. Um, as far as those four go, I think maybe two of them drop. I really expect Drake and Travis. As far as Cole and Kendrick, Cole's a maybe. I just I if I had to bet the house on Kendrick, it ain't coming until next year. That's just you know. But I'll take anything I can get. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else that we should touch on? It's actually a lot shorter than I thought. It feels really long-winded, but we're only an hour 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's way longer than that. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, this is fun. I had a lot of fun on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, um, a good one. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. Appreciate you very much. We'll be back next week. Wow, it's pouring in New York. Um, as I let out a burp. We'll be back next week. The Lakers will be champions, so get ready for that. And we will see you guys then. Peace.